Okay, guys, you're going to want to listen in. This is a good one. We're going to talk about some developments of uh, manufacturers moving out of China. Going to talk about Huawei. Do they have another operating system? And what country in, in Europe is about to use Huawei to build out their 5G infrastructure? Take a listen to find out. Hello, everybody. Let's get into it. Let's not dilly-dally. Let's not waste time. What is on the docket for today? So I want to first talk a little bit about how the trade war with China is possibly affecting uh, manufacturing. So I've been seeing headlines about people, manufacturers, companies moving out of China and wanting to look for other places to set up shop and start manufacturing. Now, um, I don't like to dive into too much of all of that until we start to see a little bit more concrete news. Uh, So here's an article uh, from China Daily, looks like, or what is this? Uh, Oh, Shanghai Business Review. Uh, And it says, Vietnam AirPod production trial. What does it say? Well, I'm about to tell you. Apple Inc. is preparing, hold on. Apple Inc. is preparing to start trial production of its popular AirPod wireless headphones in Vietnam as it speeds up plans to diversify beyond China, according to GOR Tech, GOR Tech Inc., one of Apple's key contract manufacturers, will begin testing sometime this summer at a factory in northern Vietnam. AirPods are Apple's quickest selling product as consumers are rapidly shifting from generic headphones as a status symbol. As many companies continue to shift production out of China and toward Vietnam, many worry that Vietnam will become overburdened with manufacturing responsibilities, leading to labor shortages, rising production costs, and potentially unsafe working conditions. So, are people really worried about labor shortages, rising production costs, and potentially unsafe working conditions? I beg to differ. Um, That's probably not a leading concern. Among the Vietnamese. Ah, there's too many jobs. Hold on, Apple. You can't come here because there's too many jobs. And we don't have enough people for the jobs. Which means we have to raise everybody's standard of living. I mean, that's fucking stupid. So, I do not believe that's going to be a problem. But let's get back to the interesting point here. One, this is a trial run. Okay, so there's no guarantee that this will be a long, sustained process for Apple or for any other company. But it does definitely look like a step in a particular direction, and I think we should pay attention to it. Uh, Now, is this all because of the trade war? I'm not convinced. I do think it could be, for sure. Um, I have no doubt that there is probably some kind of pressure on some manufacturers to get out of China because of the trade war. However, um, there also people also got to remember this is something I've been reading about for the last few years. How manufacturers and other businesses have been getting out of China for the last several years because the rising labor costs. Um, as China has continued to develop and people demand higher wages, um, as productivity has increased, we see a higher standard of living, and so people aren't not as many people are okay with accepting as low wages as they were 20 years ago. When China began, you know, 30, 40 years ago, probably about 30 years ago, when China really began exploding with all of this manufacturing capability. 
So um, does the trade war, has it been affecting Chinese suppliers? Um, it may have been. Uh, it may have been, it may not be, and or it may just be speeding up a process that has already kind of been underway, where manufacturers were looking to um, reduce their labor costs anyway. And in fact, I should add, China themselves, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but you know, China's Belt and Road Initiative has many, many purposes. I've gone through some military purposes, political purposes, economic purposes, and one of those for the economics is to um, be able to manufacture some of their own, uh, be able to refine some of their own raw resources or other raw resources and production at a cheaper price because of lower labor costs in other countries, right? They could set up shop in Southeast Asia or Africa and have access to a large pool of cheap labor for themselves to maybe refine or manufacture certain things that they could either import back to their own country or send back abroad. So... Um, this is not necessarily anything new, but it is something to watch. It will be interesting to see other manufacturers leaving. What I'm also interested to see is whether or not this is really a surprise. Like I said, uh, I've been reading about um, you know manufacturers leaving China over the last several years just because of um, you know people have a rising standard of living and they're just not accepting as low wages like they were before. Uh, now, let's go ahead and talk about Huawei. What is going on with Huawei? A article from China Daily says, Huawei says Hongmeng operating system, not for smartphones, intends to continue with Android. Haha, interesting. Little lesson in here. First, let's read. It says, from Brussels, Huawei board member and senior vice president Catherine Chun said here on Thursday that the economies, <laughs> the economies, the company's Hongmeng operating system is not for smartphones, and the company intends to continue to use Google's Android operating system for its smartphones. Hmm, I can't say I'm too surprised. Uh, it continues, the Hongmeng operating, the Hongmeng system has previously been widely reported in the media as a potential alternative to Android on smartphones, but Chen, uh, when asked at a media roundtable in Brussels, was unequivocal that it is not designed for that. She said, the recently trademarked Hongmeng is for industrial use and actually has been in development long before the current discussion around finding an alternative to Android. Ah, so I recall, I could be wrong here, though I do recall stating in a previous podcast that I could see this happening. Basically, after Android was threatened to be cut off, after Huawei was threatened to be cut off from Android, uh, Huawei immediately came back and said, oh, we're ready for this. We've been anticipating this for years. We have another operating system. And they went through a strategic, most likely a strategic PR campaign where all of a sudden in different news outlets uh, around the world, you started hearing about patents coming on board about China's, uh, not China's, Huawei's internal operating system, the Hongmeng system. At the time when I was reading those, I was skeptical of the reality of the situation of it would if if that um, system would come to fruition because uh, this is just how things are done now it at least you know I am not an expert I am not a guru just somebody that is observing I was skeptical that the reports that came out immediately were actually so substantial 
that they were going to have their own operating system. Because it seemed to me an effort to dispel weakness, right? Huawei did not want to seem weak at the time. Uh, when Trump gave that executive order, he really made it look like we had China, uh, or at least some Chinese companies, by the cojones. And I do believe that that is the case. Uh, when he threatened to cut off, uh, when we threatened to cut off Android and some of the chip makers, I think a lot of people, for me especially, I'd never thought about that before. Uh, it turned my head for sure. I didn't realize, like I said in a previous podcast, but the interconnectedness is amazing um, that we have with each other. So anyway, back on topic, if I can uh, manage that for a minute here. The situation is such that we still have leverage over Huawei big time with Android. Now, previous podcasts, I mentioned that Google is heavily working in China something I have recently learned from the revelations of Peter Thiel. The question is, uh, would Google even be able to withhold the Android operating system? I am not sure about that anymore. After listening to what Peter Thiel said about Google, I don't know if Google has the capacity to really stop Huawei from using Android. Um, That could lead to some kind of strange crisis at Google. I'm not even sure. Now, uh, back to Huawei, Hongmeng, and the uh, news. Everyone should pay attention to what happened here. When there was a threat there, around all these newspapers came out and said, basically, Huawei's going to be fine, right? And I've mentioned before the way that uh, the newspapers in China kind of work, how they are, of course, they tend to be on the side of uh, government propaganda, Um and I like reading them because they give you a different side. Um, you know, like you know, it's very interesting to read. Like obviously, I don't believe uh, certain things that I read, but um, you know, like this, there's no reason to not believe what I'm reading here, right? I mean, Huawei's coming out and saying, "Look, our our smartphone system is not, or I mean, our operating system is not meant for phones. So we're going to use Android." I mean, I don't see why that's a lie or why that would be a lie, but. Basically, watch out for those kind of things. So when China, uh, when some Chinese newspapers were talking about the rare earth situation, they were threatening to do something like cut off supply or raise prices. I remember at the time, I was like, hmm, I don't remember what I said, but I do remember thinking it could just be a PR campaign, right? Like it could just be a scare tactic. So watch out for that. So you know, you don't, I wouldn't say you want to make predictions, bet money on it, but it's interesting to observe when you see this news come out about uh, how everything's fine or maybe aggressive actions from Beijing. Um, look where they're coming from, see how uniform the message is, because there's a good chance there's kind of a unified information war that's going on, whether or not there's going to be action behind the talk. And this is a great example of it. Huawei, a month or two ago, it was like, oh, they're going to roll out their own operating system and it's going to be legit. And sure enough, it's like, nope, no, they're not. So uh, that's all I have to say about Huawei. Stay tuned for some ads. Okay, back on topic here. Interesting article. Interesting. Huawei to invest $3.1 billion into Italy. Chinese tech giant Huawei Technologies Co. 
on Monday said it plans to invest $3.1 billion in Italy over three years as the firm looks to strengthen its foothold in Europe after the U.S. labeled it a major security risk. Huawei, a leader in next-generation 5G wireless tech, <laughs> is subject to U.S. sanctions over concerns about its ties to the government in Beijing and Washington, has urged allies to shun the firm. Announcing the investment plan, Huawei's managing director for Italy, Thomas Miao, said trade tensions between the U.S. and China were now having an impact on Huawei's business were not having an impact on Huawei's business for now in Italy. The Italian government has an open and transparent policy that will not be affected by the problems between the U.S. and China, he told a news conference in Milan. Over the next three years, we will invest $1.9 billion U.S. in Italy for the acquisition of supplies and $1.2 billion U.S. in operations and marketing, with $52 million in research and development, Miao added. He said the plan would create 1,000 jobs directly, as, 2000, as well as 2,000 subcontracted positions. It's not important whether or not we have access to supplies in the U.S. We will guarantee the supply to our partners on a continuous basis, Miao said. Earlier this month, Monaco became the first country in Europe to inaugurate the next-generation 5G mobile phone network based on technology from Huawei. In March, Italy signed a non-binding protocol with China to take part in Beijing's new Belt and Road initiative of transport and trade links stretching from Asia to Europe. So, I have said so before that uh, Italy signed on to have China do some Belt and Road work in Italy, and I believe it was for some uh, roads, maybe some bridges, some infrastructure work that needed to be done in Italy. This is significant. I have been pointing out uh, for a few weeks now that a lot of uh, traditional U.S. allies are taking money from um, Chinese projects in the form of the Belt and Road, and they are just getting more involved. And beyond that, obviously, they're going to take the the they're going to use Huawei for five G technology. So as I've said before. It just looks to me, I know I've said it a hundred thousand times, there's going to be a fracturing or there is a fracturing of the current system of old US allies. Um, now, or at least, you know, for the last since the Cold War. So uh Italy's gonna be getting three point one billion dollars to uh from Huawei, and I doubt they will be the only ones. Um, I've been reading, if you do not know, a guy named Adam Townsend. He has been talking on Twitter about how Europe, the overregulation of Europe's um, economy in certain sectors like um, telecommunications has made them very weak and that their companies like Ericsson and I believe one or two others there are just not going to be able to compete with Huawei in terms of providing 5G technology. So... Uh, it said Monaco was first. I'm not even exactly sure where Monaco is. Where is Monaco? Does anybody know? Monaco, Europe. Let's see. Um, Monaco, a country in Europe. I'm looking right now, and it is... Maybe it said county? No, it's a country. Yeah, so Monaco is like right on the um, – it, it looks like it's in Italy, but it's not. 
so it's on the it borders the uh, what it looks like the almost borders the what C is that some C it looks like it's close to the Mediterranean Sea anyway um, it's right it's in between France and Italy basically on the coast of the sea and it is obviously Italy's next here um, I doubt that this is going to be the last country in Europe that we hear about. Um, it said this is the first of the G7 countries, which, uh, let's get a reminder of what the G7 countries are. Um, I believe that would be Europe, or not Europe, uh, the U.S., Canada. Oh, here it is. Canada, U.S., France, Italy, Japan, Germany, and the U.K. So if I had to guess, Germany and France... And the UK will probably all use Huawei for their 5G infrastructure. Um, and like I said, that's mostly significant because uh, there are some of our major allies. And the more money and the more invested they become in Chinese technology and Chinese projects, uh, like I said, that will represent a shift most likely in the world order. Uh, it'll be a lot harder for the United States to get anything done, at least in things like the UN, over time with uh, these deepening ties between European countries and uh, either Chinese companies or uh, the Chinese government. So that's what I believe. And this is just something to watch for. Um, I do, you know, some people think that, uh, that uh, China is going to fail in many economic aspects because of the the overextension of their financial system i'm not totally convinced um i think that they've got a lot of things underway that they could pull off and the faster they move i think the better off they will be the faster they can get projects rolling and off the ground um the longer they'll be able to sustain in my you know without being an expert looking into all the financial data I just it seems to me intuitively that if they're able to quickly get projects off the ground moving forward in other countries that they will be able to sustain what a lot of people view as unsustainable like financial growth. Um, now before I go, if you have any questions or comments, email me at tayradio1 at gmail.com T-A-Y radio1 that's the number one at gmail.com T-A-Y-R-A-D-I-O number one at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. All you mofos out there, have a fantastic day.